she's a lucky. She's a star. But she cry, cry, cry with her lonely heart because they have her caged up in her house. They took away her rights. And all she wants to do is be a good mom to her kids. What the fuck? Free Britney. Free Britney now. Also, she wants to redistribute the wealth. And you know what? More rich people should get on board for that. Well, yeah, if they don't get on board, they're Britney not going to get murdered. Britney Spears really is a modern tragedy. She wants us to eat the rich. And you know what? She I stand. I stand. So, I do um, stand. We should eat the rich. This- Dissolve the monarchy. Yeah. Down with the patriarchy. Um, let's just murder everyone. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you, Barbara Walters, for that input. You're welcome. <sighs> I'm Barbara Walters. Uh, anyways, um, welcome to, wait, no, no, no oh, one's going. Are we doing I was going to, oh, oh. I'm not first. Uh, I'm, I'm Paul Rucker. I'm Sophie Hadamio. And I'm Natalie Cowan. And this is the body. And <laughs> the blood. The Michelada. A podcast. A podcast. <laughs> it's never going to be even now like eat, eat. you can edit it though right have you been editing it i honestly I haven't could, been listening to I that could no. edit it if i want to but like why why <laughs> that's why i wish the delay wasn't so bad that's why um i added background music in the last episode because uh, there's so many awkward pauses and there's a delay that you kind of just need the background noise for um, filling dead air. And uh, Natalie said she liked it. I liked it. Yeah, so. The, the Natalies yeah. um, have spoken. That's all that matters. Well, no, 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 no. Not, not, not. Other Natalie didn't say it. This Natalie did. She yeah, I said it. Oh, I thought you meant other Natalie. Okay. Well, your opinion is no, all that no, matters no. anyway. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you. Oh my god, I saw mm-hmm. other Natalie was making a fun Fetty cake today for her friend Karina's birthday. So shout out to Karina. Her birthday is tomorrow, which um Aww. will be two days late because we don't air until Wednesday. So happy belated birthday, Karina. Happy birthday. You don't, happy belated you don't listen birthday. to this, but we're we're shouting you out because fun fetty is the best flavor and I will fight you. Everyone. I will fight you. I like fun fetty. I just don't really. I don't really care for cakes. Well, I mean, I don't like cake, I'm, but if I have to have cake, it's fun fetty. I'm I not think a if cake I have to eat a cake, either. it's carrot cake. I like tarts. Okay, carrot cake is like a whole different level, though. Yeah, because Costco it's different. It, it's more. I made a carrot cake for Caesar's birthday, and it actually turned out delicious. It I could definitely amazing. sell it for like seven dollars a slice. Oh Do my it. god, sell it for $7 a slice. Everyone wants to cel- uh, not to celebrate. Support small business, and I guess celebrate. You La- can start last week, I, s- I sold two loaves of banana breads. I made $12. Hey! Nice. Wait, what was your poo cast horoscope? What was it? <laughs> my, my poo cast horoscope? Did it horoscope? come true? Yeah, the poo cast. I don't remember what remember it was. Remember I did a horoscope for Pisces? I, something of like I know, sharing uh, and making money. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But it's it's happening. The dream is real. I mean, follow your dreams. I mean, why not? We could have a not? bake sale. I'll make stuff and we can sell it. <laughs> oh my <Ooh>. god. <sighs> it could be like an Anyways, online bake sale. You could come pick up. Yesterday, or I guess um, this past Saturday, because we're this is going to air on Wednesday, we did bingo, and um, three of you showed up. It was fun. Bam, bam, bam. I'm say huge, huge I had fun. I really, I enjoyed the setup. You know, I had the a music good time was good until like, I had to stop. The, you could hear the music. I had I wasn't a good time sure. until I started dying of heartburn <laughs> midway into our second I game. I like that Irene was like. Oh, he's starting to die, but like I'm winning. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, no, she was. Second round, my Irene mine... did. What? Irene won. Irene did. Oh, good. Desi was still playing, but she didn't get the numbers. Aww. So. And then um, Natalie just time, dipped. I don't know where she went. I think. Well, her phone was dying, so she was watching the live stream on that while she had like her page open. I think on her laptop. 
or mm. something. But I figured See, I, something happened. Maybe I she discovered got busy. you can watch the live stream you. from the Instagram website because I had it open on my laptop at one point. Oh, yeah, that's nice. how I did it with um, when we did the bingo. Okay. Okay. I had it open on my. Uh, I was watching it on my phone, but I was playing on my my computer top. Well, I. I, I was using my iPad for that one while I had it open on my well, phone. When we do it oh, next nice. week, it should be a little bit more organized. We'll be able to have nice. Yeah, we have like cards. our own uh, bingo generator now, so we're not going to be using the other website. So we I'll get it I, just, I just couldn't get anything in time because everything's like backordered right now. I don't know if people want to just mark off their own cards or if I need to make a web page where people can like click on the numbers. I can do either. It doesn't matter. I mean, what whatever works, man. I think clicking. I know them some would people print cool. them out. Clicking them also works too, just so you could kind of keep mm-hmm. track, but also clear it out really easy if you need to. Yeah, yeah. I think and, I'll probably do that. But yeah, I kind of, even though like we're it's we're just doing this because we're like uh, we're doing the stay-at-home order, but having fun responsibly. Um, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. kind of want to do this at least once a month when we're like back to normal. Yeah, that'd be fun. I think it'd be fun. I mean, I'm not I'm not great at creating content, but like I like looking at my own face when I paint it like a drag queen. There you go. Ooh, so, I was thinking about dressing so up next cute. week. Oh yeah. my god! Yes, do it, everyone. I have a well. That's only if I'm featured on it. Otherwise, I won't. Because I have a wig and I can do my makeup. I think I could feature more than one person. I'm pretty sure. Because well, I was saying, do you want to invite other people? And I was like, um, I mean, I could, but there's only three people here. We can, we How can about you guys out. do it like during the games, and then in between games, I can do it, and I'll do like a a drink. While you Ooh, guys are that setting works. up, that works. So that it's way, because when I was doing it, did. I was like, "Should I just be making drinks the whole time? Mm-hmm. Am I like entertaining? Like, what am I doing?" So I just made and drinks the whole time. Got and I got it, the, it very drunk. You, your internet wasn't working very well, so you couldn't yeah. even see what you were doing. I was so drunk. Well, I mean, that, it was a bad that angle. Long island that I made with orange juice was so good, y'all. Oh my god, well, it was so good. The reason. I got oh so God. drunk because like I had to run to the kitchen to make my drink. So I would run in there, dump in vodka, dump in juice, and just down it. Because I wasn't measuring, so I was just running in there to grab it real quick. Well, I just had, like, bottles ready to go, and I'm, like, mixing Yeah, I saw you. <laughs> Toward the end of mine, I was just, like, drinking straight from the soju. Yeah. I know, <laughs> I, like, I saw. Great, and then your, your mom came and joined you. <laughs> Because she was standing to the side and she was like, if you have any extra drinks, I would like <laughs> Like, mom, mom, just come And here. then she's like talking to me and I didn't want to awkwardly be like staring at her off screen. So I brought her on screen so that I wasn't just looking off screen. <laughs> I mean, you know? that's when you should finish your drink is when Leticia shows <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God. And then she was it's like, a, oh, I want time. a mojito. So she went out and bought mint just so I could make her a mojito. That sounds great. <laughs> oh my oh, god, I should make myself a mojito next time. I'm it not drinking so anything good. right now because my stomach is still fucked up from last night. I'm not drinking I anything that either. Elderflower tonic up, water. It's sick. so good in a mojito. Mm-hmm. I'm at that age where I'm finally starting to feel the repercussions of over drinking, even if it's a little bit. Oh, and same. I like that. I can't. I can't drink like I used to. I think it started when I was 26, like the morning after I turned 26, it was just like, no, you are going to feel it from now on. I will ha 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 It's a cruel joke, honestly. I was Honestly. <sighs> but also, like, my stomach's just been fucked up all month, so. Are you drinking anything, Natalie? Oh, yes. Uh, so I got a watermelon popsicle and I just blended it with some vodka and I just drank Oh my that. god, that sounds god. delicious. Oh my god. One of our featured You're a trailblazer. drinks needs to be Heather's recipe for that like watermelon punch thing that she made yesterday because it looked so good. <laughs> and also she shared the recipe, recipe with us. Her recipe is just like one bottle of vodka and one bottle of juice. 
Also, she threw in chunks of watermelon, so you're getting fiber. <laughs> That's but true. It looks it's serving a fruit. Especially for a summer day, like, yes. Get hosed down while you're drinking. It'll be good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, anyways. Uh-oh. Oh, what Someone happened? Left. Someone left. Natalie gone. is gone. Should should we wait? Should we talk no, awkwardly? Well, what do we just, do? We can talk oddly. Continue. That's fine. Oh, she sent us a snap. It right. says, something weird just happened. I think Did it's her ghosts. internet go out? I don't know. She said, something weird just happened. Was Aww. it ghosts? I'm going to start Well, my anyway, I think... Oh, it was ghosts. Um. Okay, so just her room is lost power. I said, come yeah. back when you can. Anyways, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you my story. Okay, let's um, hear. So it. it's it's celebrity tragedy week, and um, I know we're probably supposed to be talking about current celebrities, but I found this story. And I was like, oh my god, this lady is badass, but also, like, it is so sad. What happened to her? Is it an so old school gonna... celebrity? Yeah, like, um... Well, well, she started off silent film era, moved into the talkies, like, uh, Judy Foster. Her oh name was Ortia Is it Judy Foster? No, it isn't. Oh, man. Her name is Ortia Izar. She... Um, she... Mm-hmm. Whoa. Go on. We gonna oh, no, I was going to say, she was the OG celebrity tragedy. I guess so. I mean, there was a lot of tragic people from that era. I mean, look at, um, you know, our entire first episode of uh, this podcast. All tragic. Yes, tragic starlets. Tragic starlets. I mean, this is basically an extension of that, but, like, maybe Part somebody's two. talking about a dude. Yeah. So, um, Sortia Izar, she was born on mm -hmm. December 2nd, 1914 in, uh, Barcelona, Spain, which is the Catalonia region of Spain, where the rich people Barcelona. live. Barcelona. 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 She came from Barcelona. Oh my that's god. How, that's how it's pronounced. So, I, um... Anytime Enrique Iglesias says anything with like an S sound in his songs when he's speaking Spanish, it just irritates the shit out of me. <laughs> the Spanish accent irritates the shit out of me because it's like you lisp for no reason and I hate it. Yeah, it's just like added. That's why I'm like Barcelona. Like, Barcelona. what is that? I don't know. It just seems like too foofity foo for no reason. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I'm like, why? But granted, they've probably been speaking like that forever, but like when Spanish, when they came here and uh, colonized uh, the entire, you know, mm -hmm. United States and Latin America, they're like, you need to use this lisp. And then they were like, fuck well, it, I've... this is our way of rebelling. I feel like Spanish Unless speakers like around the, the world who aren't like from South or Central America have like a weird not like a lisp but like if you listen to like cubans speak it sounds like they have marbles mm -hmm. in their mouth yes they, they do they do they have that kind of sound to it yeah <laughs> it's just that their mouth no is, stays very like round and full when they speak um, but I, to me, it could be just like the British who, like, when the Americans started picking up on their accent, which apparently sounded just a lot like Southern accent before, hmm. they decided to change it just to be like, you guys aren't as good as us. We have a new accent. Except you can't be on this Ameri level. The American accent is stupid. British accents sound better. Yeah. Unless but you like, have, like, a used Cockney to be, accent, um, then you also sound stupid. The original British accent apparently sounded a lot like um, Scarlett O'Hara and Gone with the Wind. Like, that's how they used to speak. And then okay. um, it got weird just because they were um, trying to one-up America, I guess. Mm -hmm. But anyway, she came from a very affluent... 
affluent family. Um, she spent much of her youth going to uh, various con- convent-ran boarding schools throughout Europe. So she was a fancy lady. Mm-hmm. But even though she bounced around a bit, she had a big sense of pride for uh, being from Spain, particularly uh, Catalonia. Who knows? Maybe they had a good football team then. Maybe. Were they playing football Maybe. there? I mean... The football. <laughs> the football. It was probably football. football. Although back then, I don't know. When did football take off? I don't even know. I don't know either, man. I I know it's an old sport, though. I mean, not that old, but it's old. Maybe it's that old. Wait, wait. What was that game? Game that the Aztecs were playing? That's like soccer and basketball in one, and then the losers die. Oh, I don't know what that because is. Because that awesome. They played it in um. That one, that one cartoon, El Dorado, El Dorado. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't know. A lot of people who played sports back then probably died anyways because they didn't have medical care. That's true. And if you sprained your ankle playing football, you just died. Hmm, that's true. Like, you were weak anyway. You weren't going to survive. Mm-hmm. Anyways, by age 14, she was already dancing with the Opera of Paris, so, like, she's legit. She was super talented. And um, through this, she was able to establish a successful modeling career, which led to her being casted in several uh, European silent films before eventually crossing over into European talkies. Hi, Natalie. Thank hello. you for Oh, hello, again. Natalie. Sorry about that, guys. Your uh, power went out because uh, ghost. Just, just my. It room. was ghosts. It was yeah. ghost. And now I have to go buy two light bulbs because my fucking light blew out. That's so Who weird. Who the fuck is coming over right now during self isolation or self? I don't know. It's a weird day. I hope it's my Amazon package. Ooh, what'd you order? Um, I can't discuss that right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Ooh, I also recently Anywho. ordered uh, uh, things sex from toys. Amazon. Or not from Amazon. <laughs> thing. Yeah, it was, it was a sex toy. We're very sex positive okay. here. We have to keep busy any way we can. Yes. <laughs> oh, it was Amazon. Hey. Oh. Hi. It came in the mail. Hi. And I'm surprised the guy <laughs> rang the doorbell. Caesar's the he one says, who he grabbed the package and then he was like, Oh, I can just open it and then throw away the box so we don't have to disinfect it. And I was like, No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Be right back. <laughs> We're holding. Yep. So how are you? Super great? Super great. Um, I'm caffeinated. Instead of a cocktail, I'm drinking coffee. That's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ollie's wearing a turban? My mom got a turban. Okay. But like for my package, or just for- package was already there. Just for herself. Okay, so oh, okay. my story. Um Natalie. So this yes. is some uh celebrity. She came up during the um the golden era of film. Her name okay. was Ophia Izar. She's from Ooh. Barcelona. Oh Barcelona. Um, Barcelona. Barcelona. She's very rich. She's kind of like Audrey Hepburn, where she uh, started off as a dancer. She uh, danced with the Opera of Paris first. And uh, from there, she uh, became famous doing modeling, and then that led to her being in movies. I have so much respect for Audrey Hepburn. Yeah, I do too. Isn't she great? She is. Is We'll save her for like a not tragic episode. Yeah, she's very Um, interesting, but I don't know if I would say tragic. 
Yeah. No. I mean, she got cancer. That's kind of tragic because she was a good person. But, you know, good people get sick all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she uh, crossed over into talkies eventually after being a silent film star for a little bit in Europe and caught the attention of Samuel Goldwyn, who Ooh. signed her to his production company. And eventually, she started movies alongside people like Laurence Olivier, Gary Cooper, and Cary Grant. Ooh! And, like, her stardom kind of just skyrocketed immediately because she was she was a very pretty lady. Ooh! Very pretty. I, I, I mean, you could look at pictures of her online. I'll, I'll show you one eventually. Okay. After this. And, um... Well, I, sorry, I wrote this down, and I'm trying to read, like, tiny-ass text, and I'm just getting blinder during this quarantine, because I keep forgetting to wear my glasses. Yeah. And, um, yeah, this happened really quickly for her. Like, one week she was dancing in Paris, and then the next she was a Hollywood starlet, and, like, from basically, like, from 14 to 30, she was on the go, making movies, popping them out. Goldwyn Studios had her on a really strict schedule, and once one movie was completed, she would move on to the next. It didn't give her much time to have a life outside of being an actress, which sucked. Um, She would attempt to have relationships with some of her co-stars, but given her most notable was with then relatively unknown Errol Flynn who was notorious for being a playboy and cheated on her repeatedly, um, kind of left her feeling a little empty and without purpose. That's what it said in her autobiography. I feel and, like that's uh, just Hollywood. Like, Hollywood yeah. makes you feel like you don't have purpose. Um, as his star continued the r- to rise, the studio insisted that she kind of keep up the appearance of having a relationship with him, which was not great. Because, like, he he basically had a whole other life, and she was just like, so I have to pretend I like this dude, and really, like, I'm over it? Like, fuck you guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they couldn't just move on and find another guy for her to hook up with, but he was the shit at the time. Like, Robin Hood just, just come out. So ooh. people were like, ooh, Errol Flynn. Ooh. Then, yeah. So, um... It appeared like she had this picture-perfect life with a picture-perfect partner, when reality, in reality, it was a sham. Mm-hmm. Eventually, this led to exhaustion, in quotation mark, mm-hmm. and uh, supposedly she suffered a kind of mental breakdown and for a time was sent back home to her parents back in Barcelona. Barcelona. No. Jesus, my mom just asked if I'm done recording. I'm not. We're not even 23 minutes in. Mother! <laughs> Eventually, this led to exhaustion. And supposedly, she suffered a kind of mental breakdown. And for a time, was sent back to her parents so she could. Uh, so they could help rehabilitate her and stabilize her behavior. Mom, I can hear you! I'm gonna cut that out. Okay. <laughs> it's like she forgets that she's loud and mics can pick up on that. Yeah. <sighs> and that's what microphones are for, mother. It's like you guys aren't even here and she still has to do the most. <laughs> okay. Oh fuck. Where did I leave off on this space? I hate having to read off of this thing. Okay, um, so she's suffered a mental breakdown. She was sent back to her parents so they could, you know, help her through things. Maybe secretly, uh, get her put into a hospital. Who knows? They, they could decide. Um, it sounded like they were doing the best thing for her, but literally, uh, Spain, where her parents were still living, was on the brink of a civil war. Which isn't great for mental health, I would think, you no. know? No, so, um, this is what happened. So this conflict turned into an actual civil war. Um, it had there was a lot of faucets to like uh, 
why it happened. There was like class struggle, a war of religion, a struggle between dictatorship and republican democracy, revolution and counter-revolution. Oh my god, I don't know why she keeps yelling. Okay, so between revolution and counter-revolution, between fascism and communism. So a lot happening. So much. Um, they want to say this was basically a uh, test run before World War II. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, the conflict started there and then they were basically like, Hey! these ideas are uh, something we should be fighting for. And then the, it kind of expanded out into the world. Mm. Okay. Um, so, so Tia is over here rehabilitating, but also she's like seeing the bigger picture. Like, why the fuck are we doing all of this, my dudes? Could we not afford to just redistribute the wealth here? Like Britney Spears. Yes. Oh my God. Eat the rich. Like, I, she's like, I'm super rich. And I don't need all this um, excessive stuff. And it seems like big governments over here trying to hog all the money. What the fuck? So I mean, she's gets, not wrong. Yeah. And she's like, wait, wait, wait. This is not going to happen. Not on my watch. I'm going to infiltrate this bitch. I'm famous. I could use that to my advantage. So the what she does. Kim Kardashian. Yep. I mean, hey, that one girl was just released from prison today. I, I know. Thought she was released before, but I guess guess they waited until now because of yeah. COVID nineteen. Mm. Um, so she decides she's gonna visit the propaganda office where uh, mm. she was very well received and was invited to dinner with really important government officials. Spain tried to use her visit for propaganda purposes. In its efforts to secure aid from the United States because they're like, hey, you guys really like this chick over here and she's supporting our cause. You want to maybe help us out? But she was like, and, get uh, up, bitch. I'm not here for that. No, no, no. She never said oh. that. She was all uh, smiles, posed for pictures, autographed like studio issued pictures that she had. And uh, the studio was also trying to use this as a publicity stunt to show, like, hey, she's doing well. She's out there doing things with politics. Look at our girl. Look at, she's doing great. And uh, so Spain is like, hey, you know what would be great for morale? If we send you down south to meet with some of our soldiers. And she's like, you know what? You're right. Let's do it. Is In a journal die? entry on... Um, um, yes, yes, she is. <laughs> that was a bad mistake. <laughs> yeah, in a journal entry on the train ride down to, I, I guess it was, she was going to like Valencia, Madrid. She was writing, "It was a beautiful spring day, warm sunshine, countryside is beautiful. How can people fight in a war with this lovely weather? Four hours train journey from here, the most sav savage, cruel, prat." Patricidal war is being crowded. Oh, is is being waged. Everyone is armed. Some with large knives, plus revolvers, but all with revolvers. Everyone has revolvers, I guess. Is this the same journal entry? <laughs> this is the same journal entry. Oh my Mine god! Is, like, I'm having a great time. Also, I'm yeah. really upset. Everyone's dying. This is French spanish i think so <laughs> it's kind of all over the place but also she was not doing her best mentally at the time so that's fair that's fair i don't know even done with this weird journal entry oh my god um, okay but all they all had revolvers we are uh crowded with young loyalists all armed with the oddest assortment of uniforms more soldiers all kinds get on at every station we are like sardines and smell like bad ones. So that's what she uh, was being sent into. So Spain sends her to Madrid only to realize that she's been sent deep into the heart of it. Literally, the building across from her hotel was shot up the next morning. But oh, in her diary, she wrote at a lunch with high ranking military fit officers. One of them talked about the heartfelt emotions and happiness the Spanish people felt that this starlet of the screen was with them. 
The Spanish people would never forget this. I sat there in amazement, trying not to show surprise to be cast in such a role. So, um, you're probably like, well, what was she doing to help uh, serve the people? Yeah. Um, so if she had access to all of these higher-ups, which she had hoped for, she got all of that. So what she started to do was secretly steal supplies from them. Oh, good. Here and there. And then she would find a leftist con- contact to turn them over to them. She got away with various weapons, medical supplies, rash- rations, all that kind of stuff. Um... I'm not really sure how she had access to any of that, but like she just like taking pictures of soldier with soldiers and be like, "Can I keep this?" And they're like, "Of course, yeah, probably." (laughs) I'm gonna just like I'm gonna keep this. I'm gonna show my friends in Hollywood this. Like this is this be like a really good like. I'm gonna give you an autograph. Can I keep Mm -hmm. this? Yeah. And um. She just has a box full of random soldier shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I don't know, did you're she so find like cute. random Has anyone ever told that, you that you're super cute? Can I keep Yeah. <laughs> I guess she's just has, is really good at spotting who the leftist people are, or like, I don't know. People trusted her, though. And, um, so eventually she's sent to Guadalajara, Spain. I didn't know there was a Guadalajara, Spain, but I guess that, that makes, makes sense. sense. Because a lot of um, stuff is named after places in, so like, England So she's doing the same mm-hmm. thing that she's been doing, posing for pictures with the loyalists, eating with them, stealing shit on the side, but it's here where she makes a bad judgment call. Her contact has asked her to deliver the supplies to the nearby university city, which is a lot further than she anticipated. Normally, they go to her and pick it up, but um, it wasn't safe. Oh. And she's like, you know what? I have access to a car. I could just take the car real quick and give you the shit and come back. No biggie. No, no. Here's what happens. She drives to the University City. And she's like, okay, I'm going to meet up with this person here. going to drop it off real quick. And I'm going to head back and be like, I was visiting a boyfriend over here or something. Oh, I um, just got lost. Your city's so yeah. big. But uh, you know what university cities are known for? Uh, a lot of left-leaning uh, young people who uh, want change. Ooh. Hell yeah. So here she's caught in in um, shared like gunfire. Yeah. Oh. It got bad. So she's like, okay, I need to pull over. I need to find a safe spot. I need to hide until this blows over. So she finds this dilapidated building to like chill out in for a little bit until things calm down out on the streets Mm -hmm. what happens is because of the fighting an artillery shell hit nearby the building which it shook the whole area because you know yeah it will if you try to blow something up it's gonna make the whole place shake um because this building was dilapidated, it caused some plaster to fall, and this smashed her and killed her. Oh no! And she had her supplies with her, and also she kept her diary with her because she didn't want that to get into the hands of the wrong person while she wasn't in the hotel. Oh my god. So, um... That's so sad. She basically lost her life being an actual Robin Hood, not like that bitch Errol Flynn. And you know what? It sucks because um, when it was discovered what she had been doing, and she was basically conning both the studio and the Spanish government, um, there was a giant cover-up. The studio basically tried to say, well, she wasn't mentally there completely. Her judgment wasn't good. And then Spain was like, obviously, somebody used her mental state and tricked her and kidnapped her, and none of this shit actually happened. The whole thing was a fucking mess. But, um, was a badass who needs to be remembered for being really cool. Because, like, goddamn, she lost her life trying to help people, even though her life was really shitty. But she was trying to help others. And like, goddamn. We respect a bitch like that. Yeah. That's my story. 
It was a beautiful story. <sighs> Thank I mean, she got crushed Thank to you. death. Um, so she made I don't know. a lot of she that made a lot sad. of poor decisions, but I understand uh-huh. where she was thinking, like what she mm-hmm. was trying to do. But you know, it, sometimes it's hard to see that maybe it's not for the best, and you'd be better off not doing it. But she probably did help a lot more people than she was given credit for. I mean. Mm-hmm. It's sad though. <sighs> Anyways, that that I feel very winded, very winded. <laughs> Took a lot out of you. It's I'm, the coronavirus. Yeah. It's the coronavirus. Oh, maybe coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> coronavirus. Anywho, anyone else have a tragic story to make us depressed? I do have a tragic story, if you would like to hear it. Ooh, I would love to hear it. So, uh, I'm going to talk about something that happened a long time ago. I didn't think it was that long ago when I was writing it, but I just realized it was 12 years ago in 2008. Uh, oh my god. That tragedy struck the family of Jennifer Hudson. Oh my god, I was oh, going to actually was- say... I thought you were going to say John Travolta because um, his son died that year, but that makes sense too because I remember that story. Please yeah. go. 2008 was a bad year, I guess. So, it was. It uh, really was. In 2008, we all know, uh, Jennifer Hudson lost her mother, her brother, and her nephew all on the same day, uh, all to the hands of her sister's estranged husband, William Balfour, who was a Bitch. He was a bitch. What a piece of garbage. Um, yeah, he's a piece of garbage. So, Balfour was out on parole for a 1999 attempted murder conviction. Um, he was just out and about doing his thing. Um, in June of 2008, he was arrested for having cocaine on him, but the Department of Corrections decided not to send him back to prison, even though he was out on parole and was arrested on a cocaine charge. Which is kind of weird, but whatever. So then, fast forward to October 24th, 2008. Uh, At around 7am, Balfour is seen driving to the block where uh, the Hudsons live. Um, Eyewitness saw him park his car. A couple hours later at 9am, there are gunshots heard. But nobody calls the police. Later on, the neighbors are like, oh yeah, we heard gunshots, but no one called the police. Around 1230, uh, there's a video surveillance of a nearby school showing his car parked outside. No one no one thinks anything of it. Um, on the same day... Did we lose Sophie? Oh, no. No, I'm still here. No, it's because I saw you reply to, my mic to the Snapchat. Uh, just so you know, that is a biscuits and gravy fountain. That I was disgusting. Uh, interesting. Uh, I, I, I love gravy, but I don't know if I would eat a gravy out of a fountain. I love um, and gravy. It's one of my favorite meals, but I don't know if I would want a gravy fountain. No, that is some, like, Paula Deen bullshit right there. I feel like it would smell. Like, it would have yes. to smell so bad. Like, and it's just recirculating. It? It's just recirculating old gravy. Like, ugh. It's fucking yeah, gross. That's gross. So, we have to put the picture up so that if people are listening, they know <laughs> Okay, I'll I'll make an image of it. Um, Thank so you. on the same day that all this happened, uh, he Balfour missed a meeting with his parole officer. So I thought that was weird. His parole officer was trying to get in contact with him. Um, at 3 p.m. that day, a relative of the Hudsons finds the body of 57-year-old Darnell Donerson shot to death in her living room. Uh, the relative calls the police... They come and investigate the home, and they find the body of Jason Hudson shot to death in a bedroom. But uh, Julian King, which is the seven-year-old son of Jennifer Hudson's sister, is not there. So he's missing. Balfour's parole agent finally gets contact with him, and Balfour's like, Oh yeah, I'm babysitting at my girlfriend's house. And they can clearly hear a child in the background, so they're like, oh, fuck. So they immediately issue an Amber Alert trying to find Julian King. 
Um, almost immediately after, they arrest Balfour at his girlfriend's house. But Julian wasn't with them, so now Julian's missing. So, in questioning, Balfour basically refused to say anything. He was like, nothing happened. I don't know what you're talking about. So then the police were like, okay, well, we're just going to give you a polygraph test. And then he just stopped talking. Like, he wouldn't talk to the police anymore. Uh, His girlfriend originally stated that Balfour was with him babysitting, but later changed her story and was like, oh, yeah, he killed those people. Like, I know it for a fact. I never understand why people, like, will do alibis like that. Like, you're going to go to jail. Yeah, I know. Like, he's trying to get his girlfriend to lie about it. Like, these people don't think that there's not evidence or what? I don't know. So, the next day, Jennifer Hudson is asked to identify the bodies of her brother and her mother. Which is just horrible. Like, having to identify your own mom. Her brother or her sister? Both. Because her mother was shot and her brother was shot. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she had to go identify both bodies. So, the search for Julian continues. Um... The investigators found William Balfour's original car, but uh, Julian wasn't there. So they continue searching. Um, (laughs) This is my favorite part of the story, even though it's very tragic. So near his girlfriend's apartment, they found uh, the white car that they had been searching for. And the reason it was found was because a chihuahua who lived at the house where the car was parked, whose name was Lil Man, I like that they included that, was barking and howling at the (laughs) car, which led the owner of the car to go and check it out and be like, hey, this is that car they're looking for. I better call the police. So the police come and investigate, and they find Julian King in the back seat, slouched over, and he had been shot in the head. Oh. So... A gun was found nearby, and it was determined that that gun had been used on all three victims. So now they just had to figure out who did it. Most likely, obviously, is William Balfour, because he was f- fucking weird. He already had a attempted murder conviction on his... On his record? Sorry, my mic went weird. Anyway, uh, so he's arrested... And then on December 1st of that year, he's charged with three homicides. Uh, he just sits in jail until four years later, he's finally sentenced to life in prison. But he claims that it was all a setup by the police, like he's innocent, nothing happened. The Chicago police are just after him. It's a huge conspiracy. During his sentencing, what? the judge told him, this is a quote, he said, Your heart is an Arctic night and your soul is as bare in his dark space. I was like, God damn, Judge. Is this Dr. Seuss? <laughs> I was like, it sounds like the Mr. Grinch song. <laughs> oh, God. You're a mean one. <laughs> William Balfour. You really are evil. He's Sorry, we shouldn't be laughing right Arctic now. Night. Your soul is barren as dark space. Yeah, no, he's horrible. So, Mr. Bell. He... <laughs> oh, we're all going to hell. So he claims that it was a jealous yeah, stalker yeah. of the Hudson yeah. family who committed the murders, but all the evidence pointed to... How would he to... know that, though? I don't know. All the evidence pointed to him. He had gun residue on his shirt. Like, he was placed at the crime. His girlfriend even said, like, oh, yeah, like, he totally did it. I know this for a fact, but he said that it was all evidence placed by the police and it was just a grand conspiracy to convict him. Since all this happened, the Hudson family created the Hudson King Foundation for Families of Slain Victims, which is a foundation uh, to care for the needs of families who have lost relatives to violent crimes. So they took this horrible tragedy and like turned it into something that can help other people. I'm like, good for, good for them. It's really sad. And that's my story. It was a short one. I just want to talk about the horrible, tragic things that happened to Jennifer Hudson. This is why she was able to channel all of that sadness into her character in Cats. Yeah. Because her life is literally tragic. Literally. Oh, God. Also, um, 
that she's maybe the best part of cats, other than she, the butthole. Okay. They did her dirty. Like, her face, her her cat body was fucking terrible. They did everyone in that movie dirty. No, especially her. Everyone else, their face was proportioned to their head normal. But hers was almost like her face was stretched over her entire goddamn skull. It was awful. I'm gonna look at images. They did her dirty. She was the best part. Oh yeah, she looks like a fucking freak. Yeah, she's the only one. Look at the other cat. It's so terrifying. Why is it so it's scary? It's terrifying, but look at the other cats. At least they, like, their faces are proportioned, right? Ugh. It's so scary. Yeah. You have to I watch do wanna, I wanna, ridiculous. I want to see the butthole cut of the movie, though. Sophie sent me, a like, a trailer for the butthole cut. <gasps> they better release it. It was so much better. Yeah. I think it's the only way that mo- that movie will make anything or become a cult classic is if they put the, the butthole cut out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I would go to theaters to see the butthole cut. I would definitely do that. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Oh my god, what if it becomes like Rocky Horror Picture Show and everyone has to fucking dress like cats? <laughs> <laughs> they all have assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually be very down for that. It's gonna make you the best thing anyone's ever seen. Guys, Don't let's understand. do it. I'm getting the projectors from my backyard. Let's do Let's make our oh family my god. watch this. Back to oh my god. I'm so down. You have no idea. Stream it. <laughs> oh my god. That would be the best. I want to be Ian McKenna. <laughs> He was an alcoholic. It could be like when you go to Rocky and you throw stuff at them, like you throw rice or cards or whatever. You have to throw like kibble. No, you can throw like yarn balls and you have to react to them. (gasps) Ooh. (laughs) You just start like batting around yarn on the fucking stage. Oh my god. I hope someone does cats with a shadow cast. I would would actually go and see that. We can be the people that do that, Paul. It could be us. Oh my god. Can we rent out a theater? The future is now. Yes. Let's rent uh, out a theater I'm really right done. now. Okay, everyone DM us if you would come to a showing of cats with a live shadow cast. We will rent a theater. We will get costumes. Also, if you want to be in the live shadow cast of cats. Yes, if you want to help us. us. There's a lot of cats. We can't do that many costume changes. They're probably very expensive. We have to figure out, because every song is like them introducing like seven cats. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many. And I love that when they introduce them, it's like you're already supposed to know these people. I mean, that's pretty much how Cats is. That's why I've never really liked it, because it's just... It's just Cats. The entire movie, the introduction, and then at the end. <laughs> it's like, Jellicle Cats are Jellicle Cats. <laughs> even the Jellicle Cat song doesn't even tell you what the fuck a Jellicle Cat is. It's like, Jellicle Cats, they're Jellicle Cats. <laughs> You're just supposed to know, I'm Natalie. I'm a Jellicle Cat. You're a Jellicle Cat. <laughs> Like, what does that mean? That's not a word. Anyway, I have a story, guys. (gasps) You have a story? It is sadly not about cats. Aww. Cats was a tragedy, though, for a lot of celebrities. Uh, yeah. Cats was something. Okay. So my story is about John, or Johnny Lewis. Uh, he was an actor in like the earlier 2000s. Mm-hmm. He was on Malcolm in the Middle and he was in. Um, okay, he was in Alien versus Predator. He was also in a show called The Quince that didn't do well, but I remember it. What was it called? Actually, I remember that show too. Quince. It had Andy Richter from the Conan show. He was the dad. My favorite one of the Quince was the goth one. Yes, the the like one of the daughters. Yeah. So he and his like the the I'm gonna go over the the show a little bit, even though it has nothing to do with the story. 
So Andy Richter was the dad and he and his wife weren't having uh, luck getting pregnant. So they did in vitro and ended up with five kids. They ended up with quintuplets. Okay. And they're oh, all so like, none of the quince. kids look Got like it. each okay. other because it's all, yeah, so it's called quince. So mm -hmm. Johnny Lewis was like the really weird son and he was best friends with Remy Malik. And Remy Malik was in love with him. He oh, like, wait, Johnny Lewis is half sack, right? Yeah, it's half sack. From, from, Sons, from of Sons of Anarchy. Okay, please go yeah. on. So, yeah. Anyway, my favorite episode of the Quints was they uh, were trying, they were competing with this other family to like w be in an ad for like Honda or something. And mm -hmm. whoever's family won got to get a minivan. And they wanted Ooh. it because they had five kids. Well, one of the kids got sick. It was a goth one. She like was like, I don't want to be in that stupid ad. That's dumb. I don't want to do it. And then she got jealous because everyone was like, we're having such a great time being in this ad, being a family. And then all of a sudden she was like, I want to be in the ad. But they had already replaced her with some random kid. Like that was a friend of the family. <laughs> uh huh. So the the people on television they were like wait like who's this kid and they're like oh that's that's this that's one of our kind's girlfriends um she's just here because her boyfriend is one of my kids and they were like oh yeah prove it and then like the next scene is like really awkward all of them sitting in a minivan coming home <laughs> <laughs> also i just remember remy malik being super awkward and just really wanting uh, Johnny Lewis to know that he was gay mm -hmm. but Johnny Lewis was super weird like he would watch television but he would like literally just watch the television there was nothing on he did it all the time on the show that show did not make it past one season just so you know no I was gonna say it, it doesn't sound great no it was horrible but I watched it <laughs> show you where my mind was when I was a kid um, I mean, so he was, we all his, watched like, stupid big, shit that was terrible break. when we were kids. That's true. His big break was Sons of Anarchy. Like that's where people started to really know mm. him. But he was in a he was in a lot of different stuff, like side pieces. He was in Malcolm in the Middle. He was on Nickelodeon. He was in Smallville for a season. He was in that terrible movie, Raise Your Voice. Do you guys I remember that, that with Hillary Duff? Kat Dennings was in it as the goth chick who played piano angrily. I love yes. it. Oh, God. That movie. And then John Richter's son was in it. He paid, he paid uh, Hillary Duff's brother that dies tragically. It's terrible if you ever get to watch it. <laughs> um, so anyway. If I ever want to watch something so, terrible and hate myself. Yeah, if you ever want to watch something terrible because you hate yourself, just look up Johnny Lewis's, like, filmography. <laughs> just watch all of Johnny Lewis's movies and shows. Yeah. <laughs> what a legacy to leave behind. Yeah. Terrible legacy. I think he also dated Katy Perry, if I'm remembering that right. Oh, so you're just adding to the terrible yeah. legacy. Yeah, like, I think when she was first becoming popular, they kind of dated. Because I know with everything happened with him, like, she was really fucked up. Um, so, Johnny Lewis had um, a lot of drug issues. He was also in the Church of Scientology. He was uh, part of their Narconon project. Mm -hmm. Which is, like, insane rehab because they don't believe in, like, medical issues. Mm -hmm. Um. In October of 2011, he was in a motorcycle accident, and he ended up hitting his head pretty bad. Um, and then they recommend him do an MRI and go see someone, seek out psychiatric treatment. But because mm -hmm. he was in Scientology, he refused treatment. And his parents were like, hey, you need to go get an MRI. And he was like, no... Um, Tom Cruise is cool, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> the Scientologist will take care of me. Yeah, he was like, everything's fine. But whatever happened to him when he got into that accident really fucked him up. Like, he was starting to become delusional and paranoid. 
and he just got really into drugs and he was just like completely unstable. Um, he was, he went to jail. He started like breaking into people's houses and doing like really weird crimes that they think it was all related to his mental state because it didn't mm-hmm. make sense. It was like petty crime. Like he would just steal random shit or break into people's houses or get into fights. Oh, so he's just like out he's of really nowhere, like unprovoked. Yeah, he's just super fucked up and something's happening to him. Like his mental state is not cognitive. Like he's insane. I mean, brain damage will do that But too. he's not getting the help. Yeah, he's not getting the help he needs. And like, I don't know, maybe his brain is like bleeding into his or something. Um, I'm not a doctor. I don't know how it works. And so he is just kind of losing his mind and no one is helping him. Or he's not, they're trying to help him, but he's refusing to get help. So it's just really sad because you kind of watch this he happen. He needs to be like guy. instituted. Yeah, he needs to be like institutionalized. He, at the very least, he needs to go see a doctor to see like what is going on on his brain. Because what they think happened was when he got into the motorcycle accident that it caused mm-hmm. like a brain bleed. And they really wanted to do an MRI to see like if he had any spots on his brain or what was going on. Mm-hmm. But he just refused and refused. And so and he's he, just getting worse and worse. That's really sad. And he's getting worse and worse. And then he's doing all these petty crimes. And he finally like the petty crimes start to catch up with him. And he is told that he has to go to jail. He has to, you know, pay for the crime that he's committed. Uh-huh. And his lawyer is telling him, like, look, you're just going to have to go for, like, one or two days. It's not going to be a big deal. You can do this. Mm-hmm. Well, he ends up having to be in jail not just one or two days. He's in there a couple months. Oh, Jesus Christ. And because of this, it just causes him to have, like, this huge mental breakdown. Uh-huh. It just fucked him up. Um. So when he got out in... He got out september 21st of 2012 Uh and he was just like not okay something was wrong but it was left completely unchecked they were just like bye have fun goodbye on september 26th of 2012 so five days later he snapped um he ended up killing his 81 year old landlord stabbed her to death (gasps) Oh my uh, God. He disemboweled her cat <gasps> and just like threw pieces of cat everywhere. And then he jumped off the roof of his, uh, where he was living and killed himself. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, it looks like he also assaulted a house painter. Oh, like no. he just like, ha- he just snapped <clears throat> and, uh, just like went on this weird spree and then jumped off a roof i mean having brain damage unwatched for a very long time is probably not good and being sent to prison with no help yeah it looks like they, they did the autopsy and there was nothing in his system like there was no alcohol or drugs in his system mm-hmm. it was all just like a psycho like he just snapped did they check his brain during the autopsy or um it doesn't say here it says that i think they just did the narcotics test mm-hmm. i'm checking the notes right now and i don't see anything um It says that he suffered partial strangulation and had fingernail marks on his neck when he died. That's probably from the landlord. The lady he stabbed. I feel that poor cat. So she probably fought back. Oh my god, he was, he went insane. Yeah, he just like went crazy. And it's so sad because even if you, in everything else I've read about him and everything, he seems like a nice guy. Like he, it was just sad. He just oh, needed he help. Oh, he dated uh, Katie no from 2005 to 2006. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's probably what well, did it. Well, it wasn't that no one was giving it to him. He was trying. His, his uh-huh. family was trying to help him, but he refused at every turn. Yeah. He was just ignoring them or like not going to the doctor's appointments. He wasn't listening to anyone. 
and because of psychosis he didn't realize like oh i have a problem he just thought you know i can't i don't know what he was thinking but yeah it's just awful well, what a horrible sad tragedy yeah it's so sad these were all really sad tragedies what a depressing episode well that's because we're doing a tragedy episode <laughs> That's true. We keep picking these depressing topics. I feel like we should do something fun. <laughs> like next we week should we're do talk bingo about... again. Oh yeah, we'll do bingo again. That's fun. And then our next episode is about um, top ten dead babies. <laughs> oh, oh wait, Hindenburg, is next baby. week's episode for Mother's Day episode. Maybe. Is it no oh, Mother's yeah, Day? Isn't Mother's till, Day? Isn't Mother's it's Day the in middle two weeks, of May? Isn't it? Okay, in two weeks. I think it's so, like two weeks. Not we have like oh, Mother's Day is the time. Everyone, make make your make your mom some dumb paper mache shit because it's coming up. Oh yeah. So, so if if next Wednesday we release it, it'll be early, and then if we do the week after, it'll be late. So either or, because since we're having Natalie as a okay, guest, well, we need we'll to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think she's going back to work in like two weeks, so maybe two weeks would be better so I could get her the mic and without having yeah. to like go to her house. Okay. That's true. Yeah, we um, could do this. Ooh, maybe I'll tell one of my mom's stories for Mother's Day. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be perfect. Um I had a poll on Instagram for today's episode, and it was just bingo next week. And a hundred percent of you said yes. And by a hundred percent, how many people I mean voted? People. One of them was Paul. <laughs> well, I want to yeah. do it again. So you know what? Fuck it. I, also, we're gonna make more people do it. I'm gonna make fun. Joel do it. I'm gonna make Mondo do it because he said he wanted to, but he didn't for some reason. So we can get more people. Why to would do he it. even comment? <laughs> Okay. Mm. All right. Let Let's try. Um. Anyways, what did we talk about last week? Last week I was oh scams. Uh, scams yes, and uh LL Cool J. It was the LL boy cool band J. scam and uh, Lou Pearlman. That was legit. That happened. There's mm-hmm. a documentary you can watch. Um, he was a conference. LL Cool J has luscious, delicious lips is completely true. Um, it's all true. Yes. He should sell his own lip balm. Yes. He should sell his own lip balm. Um, I talked about, uh, what's his name? Rudy Kurniawan, who was involved in some mass like wine scam conspiracy thing. It's all true. He's still in prison for that. Oh, damn. Yeah. And there's people out there who still defend him. Like, if you watch the Sour Grapes documentary at the end, they're interviewing, like, some celebrities and people he was involved with, and they're like, no, he didn't do anything wrong, even though he did do everything wrong. I mean, he broke <laughs> he broke the law. He, well, he like, broke the, the law. <laughs> exactly. Um, I talked about Victor, the man who sold the Eiffel Tower twice, and that is completely true. Mm-hmm. That really happened. Yeah. Amazing. Now she's vacuuming out of spite. <laughs> it's okay. It's the end of the episode. We can have some uh, ambiance. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds like you're at an airport. There are jets taking off. Um, yeah. You actually, you just contracted coronavirus, so you immediately went to the airport. Um, you're going to fly wherever you can. Mm-hmm. It's the current trend. Spread that shit. I can't wait Hashtag for this shit to be over. It. Like, I kind of want to, like, just risk my life and leave this house. Just because I can't stand this anymore. This has been going on for weeks. I just don't want to die. But, like, you know. I'm going to go back to work, and then even then, that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to go to work, and I'm going to come back home. And I'm probably going to die. Yep. Uh, Natalie, what, what was your story? Was it a lie? Victor, was the it man real? who sold the Eiffel Tower? It was true. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, just... you already said that. Sorry, I got distracted because I started I think, hearing her turn on the vacuum. I think okay. Sophie is also suffering from brain damage, um, which makes yeah. sense because she was Were in the Church of Scientology. Also, I've been wearing a mask for hours on end, and um, it's not letting me breathe, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, as well as I could. 
So I'm yep. just gonna die of brain damage. No- nothing else. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was uh, this week's episode, guys. Uh, join us beautiful, next week beautiful. for a new one. Mm-hmm. Maybe yes. join us for bingo, too. Join us okay. for bingo. The link yeah, is going to be bingo. back up. bbmichelada.com slash bingo. Sign up. Um, yeah, it'll be awesome. And then follow us on all also, our socials. Also, check us out on all socials. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. BB Michelada everywhere. And the Body, the Blood, the Michelada on uh, Facebook. Instagram, um, Twitter, also, Tumblr, uh, like, and Patreon. Um, rate us on Apple Podcasts if you can. It helps us get noticed, I guess. And um, tell for your friends who need to listen mm-hmm. to new podcasts. I don't know. Rate us on Please. Yelp. Um, we also deliver <laughs> via DoorDash uh, if you want mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah. It's a good one. Thanks, guys. Thank right. you. We love Bye. you. Bye. 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 Bye.